Hey, today's motivational quote comes from Paulo Coelho. He's actually a Brazilian lyricist, so I know my Brazilian students are excited. He said, when we strive to become better than we are, everything around us becomes better too. I'm going to say that one more time. When we strive to become better than we are, everything around us becomes better too. Now, why do I love this quote? Why do I love this quote? And why am I telling you as an English learner this quote? Because I want you to realize that what you're doing right now, you learning English, you studying English, it's not just affecting you. You see, you are affecting and influencing everyone around you. Your children, your spouse, your family, your friends, people are watching you even if they're not saying anything. So as you improve, as you learn more English, as you strive to improve your English abilities, you're actually helping others too. You see, we're all connected. So when I say I am proud of you, I am being completely honest. Because as you make yourself better, you're making everyone else around you better. So remember that on those days when it gets hard to study English, when English seems just a little bit too difficult, Don't give up. Keep pushing forward because you have to remember that everyone around you is being affected by you. So I'm going to read this one more time. When we strive to become better than we are, everything, and I mean everything around us becomes better too. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now, in today's episode, you are going to learn, again, new vocabulary words and expressions that will help you speak English fluently. You are going to learn dissent, remonstrate, last resort, and back against the wall. Again, useful expressions. Couldn't get that one out. useful expressions, and also useful vocabulary words. But before we jump into the episode, I do want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is, again, my weekly English words membership. If you have a desire to improve your English vocabulary, if you want to use words and expressions that real native English speakers use in real English conversations, this membership is for you. Each week, you'll get two new video conversations between two actual native English speakers, myself and also 
Teacher Julie. We have conversations on different topics each week. And then during those conversations, the words and expressions that are used, Teacher Julie actually provides you with video explanations for each one. That's right. You'll improve your English vocabulary, expressions, and much more by being a member. So again, all you have to do is go to weeklyenglishwords.com or click the link that is in the description and join today and finally start improving your pronunciation by listening to our conversations and your vocabulary and expressions by seeing and listening to how we use the words and expressions. All right. Now, are you ready to jump into today's episode? I know you said yes. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So the first vocabulary word for today is descent. Good job. One more time after me. Descent. Excellent. Now, this word just means a strong difference of opinion on a particular subject especially about an official suggestion or plan or popular belief. So again, when there are two differing opinions, uh, people are not agreeing on something that either has been decided or is on the table to be decided. So we say dissent in English. Now I want to tell you about a situation that I was in where there was quite a lot of challenges. There were quite a lot of challenges, um, in this experience experience. So let me tell you what happened. So when I was in South Korea, again, I was there for almost 10 years. I was a missionary English teacher, but I got to the point where they pushed me up into the managerial position to where I was over about 20 or 30 teachers, just making sure their experience was good and making their schedules and things like that. A part of our program, though, was on Saturday mornings, we had church in our building and we had a lot of our students joining us because even if they weren't Christian, it was an opportunity for them to practice English, to experience uh, our culture. You know, we'd have conversations with them. We'd have lunch after the service and then we'd have classes after that. And everything was free on Saturday. So it was a great program. Now, something happened. You see... Um, the leaders decided that, you know, there needed to be a change and that happens within any organization, things change, but we, as the teachers, we really wanted the program on Saturday mornings to be in the building where it had always been. So when the leaders, uh, came over to talk to us and they told us what was going to happen, um, we didn't really agree with them and we dissented. We really disagreed strongly with their opinions. And there was a period of a little bit of tension because we dissented and we were not following along with their opinions. Now, everything eventually kind of died down and the decision actually went the way they wanted it. Our our part was closed down on Saturday mornings and it was combined with their program. But I never forgot that situation because something that made us so excited every single Saturday morning had been taken away from us and blended into another program. But again, things can't always go the way you'd like them to go. And our students were still there. They didn't come, not as many came on Saturday mornings once the program was combined, but we had to kind of keep moving. So even though in the beginning we dissented, we didn't agree with their opinions, 
Eventually, we just had to kind of go with the flow and still teach with our whole hearts. So maybe you've been in an experience like that before where there was something that was presented and you dissented. That kind of rhymed like a rap, right? (laughs) It happens sometimes in life, but we have to keep moving forward no matter what the decisions may be. All right. So let's see some example sentences using this word. Here we go. Sentence number one. Almost all of the judges agreed. However, one conservative dissented. Sentence number two. When the time came to approve the proposal, there were one or two voices of dissent. And sentence number three. There was very little room for dissent or different points of view. All right, very good. So again, after me, dissent. Very good. Now this next one may be a bit tricky. It's remonstrate. One more time, remonstrate. Very good. All right. Now this word is long, but it just means to complain to someone or about something. So to complain to someone or to complain about something. We say remonstrate in English. Now, I want to actually go right back to the story I just told you about us being in South Korea and when we were trying to ask the leaders to not close down our Saturday morning program in the building we were in. You see, I expressed the fact that we dissented. We had a different opinion from theirs. But actually, we can also say that at one point, we remonstrated. We remonstrated in a way that we had to be very careful because remember Korean culture, that was not our culture. And the leaders were older than us. So as we remonstrated, we had others letting us know that, hey, you may want to kind of pull back a little bit because you're complaining, but in our culture, this is not the way we do things. So we had to learn that, okay, even when we're not happy with a situation, We have to figure out ways of dealing with the situation, especially since we were in their culture. And if you're older, you basically make the rules. And those that are younger kind of follow along. That is how the culture is set up. It's like levels of respect. So yes, in the beginning, we literally remonstrated on a regular basis. We were quite upset. We were complaining. But in the end, again, we learned, hey, we are here to be servants servants for Christ. We are here to serve in the way that he would like us to. And if a decision has been made that we don't agree with, yes, we may be a little bit irritated or upset or hurt, but we can still move forward and act as Christ would have us act. So we stopped complaining. We didn't remonstrate anymore. And eventually everything worked out fine. And we all got along and we still continue teaching the students. You see how that connected, right? Remonstrate, you got it. All right, so let me give you three example sentences. Here we go. Sentence number one. If he attempted to remonstrate with Sheila, he probably received a rude or angry reply. Last part, angry reply, (laughs) like a tongue twister. One more time, I'll read it to you. If he attempted to remonstrate with Sheila, he probably received a rude or angry reply. 
Citizen number two, I went to the boss to remonstrate against the new rules. And sentence number three, the editor remonstrated with Kevin about the inaccuracies in the story. Got it? All right, so again, don't forget, if you want to look at these sentences and practice, all you have to do is go to the description and you'll see them or go to my website, speakenglishwithtiffany.com slash forward slash podcasts, and you'll see all of the information for this episode. So one more time after me, dissent. Very good. And remonstrate. Very good. All right, now let's look at our expressions for today, all right? So today we have two expressions, and the first one is last resort. All right, got a little ding-ding in the background. <laughs> one more time after me, last resort. <laughs> Excellent, very good. All right, now this just means the only option left. In English, we say last resort, the only option left. Now, I'm going to tell you about something that happened to me. Now, it ended up being quite fun. It ended up working out. But let me tell you what happened to me. So I used to have a monthly live class on my YouTube channel. And once a month, I'd go live and I'd teach a lesson. And I had students from all around the world. Maybe you even joined a few times. It was great. I loved doing it. So, one time I was preparing for a live class. And in order to do a live class, you know, I have my mic set up, my lights, my cameras, everything is ready. Connected to my computer and I have my studio all set up. And I'm, I'm a pretty organized person and I'm very meticulous. So, everything was ready ahead of time. However, on that day, literally 20 minutes before I went live, the power in my house went out. You see, on that day, there was a rainstorm. There's a thunderstorm that day, and it knocked the power out in my house. Now I was panicking. I was frantic because I knew that there were thousands of students waiting for me. I wanted to teach them, but I couldn't do anything. And then I remembered I had a cell phone. You see, the power at my house was out, but my cell phone had been charged. So I said, okay. I have no other option. I have thousands of students waiting for me. My computer's not working. My lights aren't working. There's no power in my room. My last resort is my cell phone. So I got my cell phone and I hit go live. And I started broadcasting live from my cell phone in my studio. There were no lights. It still wasn't dark outside so they could see me. And I told my students, I'm so sorry. I, my computer went out. The lights are out and everything. And my students said, teacher, it's okay. We'll wait for you as long as you need. And I really felt loved at that moment. Maybe, again, you were one of those students who let me know that, teacher, it's okay. We'll wait until next time if you want to. Don't have, you don't have to be worried. You see, my phone was my last resort because nothing else was on. But then in the moment... My students let me know how much they loved me. And I love you too. You guys are amazing. <laughs> so you see again how to use last resort. All right, so let me give you some example sentences really quickly. Here we go. Sentence number one. I really wanted to attend the conference, but ended up missing my flight, which was my last resort. Sentence number two. 
Experts say warning labels are a last resort when a hazard can't be designed out of a product. And sentence number three. As a last resort, teachers could always open an online classroom with their internet provider or school. All right, good. So again, last resort. Good. Now I want to remind you again, if you're having trouble with some of these pronunciation sounds like the L sound and the R sound, these two sounds are pretty hard for my students when I was in South Korea. So don't forget, you can download my app English with Tiffany totally for free and start practicing learning how to master these pronunciation uh, sounds. All right. Again, English with Tiffany, you can find it in the app store iPhone and Android. All right, so let's go to our next expression. Here we go. The next one is back against the wall. Good job. One more time after me. Back against the wall. Excellent. Now, this just means to have serious, very serious problems that limit the ways in which you can act. All right. So basically you can't do anything. There's a huge problem. These problems are inhibiting you or stopping you from doing something. So you're limited in the ways in which you can act. And I want to tell you about something that happened to me related to this expression. You see, when I first came back from Korea, when I first became speak English with Tiffany, Again, my goal and my desire was to create lessons to help students like you all around the world learn how to speak English with confidence. But you know, I didn't have any money at that time. So I worked hard every day, morning till night. I only took breaks on Saturdays. And I worked hard and I only had one credit card. And that credit card, I'll be honest with you, had a $7,000 limit. And I was living off of that credit card. I paid my bills, my car, I paid my insurance. I paid everything using that credit card. And it was coming to the point where my bills were getting pretty high. I was still working hard producing YouTube videos every week. I had an Instagram account. I was working hard to produce content, but I wasn't making enough money. And I got to the point where my bills couldn't be paid. I had maxed out my credit card and my back was against the wall. I couldn't pay my credit card. I literally was at $6,990. There was only about $10 left on my credit card, but I had bills and I realized, Hey, my back is against the wall right now. I need to figure out what I can do because I don't have any more money. And actually, That's when the idea for the Speak English with Tiffany Academy came up. Yep, that's right. I decided to, hey, I can provide more value for my students than just on YouTube by starting this academy. And it will also help me pay my credit card off and pay my bills and start moving forward as a real business. And that's exactly what happened. You see, sometimes here's another motivation for you. Motivational quote for you. Sometimes when your back is against the wall, you figure out the best ideas. My back was against the wall, but that's exactly when I realized what I needed to do to help you more, to help you learn English more, creating the Speak English with Tiffany Academy. All right, 
That kind of makes sense, right? You get it, right? Back against the wall. Maybe you've experienced a time where your back was also against the wall. All right, so let me give you the example sentences for this expression. Sentence number one. He owes money to everyone. He really has his back against the wall now. Sentence number three. We knew that with so little time and money left to finish the project, we had our backs against the wall. And sentence number three. With her back against the wall, Sharon quickly answered the frantic phone call. All right, great. So once again, we had for our expressions, last resort, good, and back against the wall. We had some great expressions today. Oh, it's it's story time. Come on, it's story time. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, it's story time. Come on, come on, it's story time. You know, move your shoulders left to right. Come on, come on, come on. Hey, it's story time. Here we go. Hey, it's story time. Come on. It's story time. Come on. It's story time. All right, guys, you know it is story time. So every time we have an episode, I like to give you guys a story using the expressions and the vocabulary words. And again, this is to help you understand how to use them in real life. So today we had dissent, remonstrate, and then for our expressions, we had last resort, and back against the wall. So let me tell you a story. So this story is about a woman named Juliet. Now, Juliet was awesome. Juliet was the type of woman that other women desired to be like. She was confident. She was kind. She was loving. Everybody enjoyed being around Juliet. Now, one day, Juliet was at work. And Juliet had this coworker that just kind of rubbed her the wrong way. This, this coworker was not the nicest individual, but it was okay. Juliet just kind of avoided this individual. So one day Juliet and all of her coworkers, including this individual were sitting in a meeting and in the meeting, they were discussing a project and this project had been very challenging. But they were finally coming to the end of the project and they had all agreed on the design, the final design for this project. However, this one individual dissented. This one individual was like, I don't agree with you all. He had a difference of opinion and he was the only one that dissented. You see, everyone wanted a modern design, but this guy, his name was Mark. Marcus said, no, I don't agree with what you guys are doing. I don't agree with that design. I think it should be contemporary. So Juliet and her team and her coworkers were, even though they were frustrated because Marcus dissented, they said, you know what? Let's just try to work with him. 
And they continued to listen to what Marcus had to say. And, and Marcus just continued to remonstrate and, and explain why modern design wasn't good. And his complaints were really getting to them. And he realized that he was the only one remonstrating. He was the only one complaining about things, but he still kept going. So Juliet, as she watched him, realized there was only one thing to do because Marcus was a very powerful guy. You see, even though no one really liked Marcus, he was the one that had the most money. That's right. His department had the most money. His projects brought in the most money. So he wasn't going anywhere. So as a last resort, Juliet said, you know what? We can't break him. So we need to just go with him. So Juliet said, you know what, Marcus, you have a good point. And Marcus stopped. No one had ever really agreed with Marcus. He said, I, I do. And Juliet said, yes, Marcus, you know what? Can you, you said contemporary. Is there any way that we can possibly blend contemporary and modern? This was her last resort to try to figure out a way to make everyone happy. And she could tell that Marcus was kind of agreeing a little bit with what she was saying. So she explained to Marcus how his idea was amazing and how they actually could build on it. So Marcus said, okay, my department will work on that with you all. So they all left the meeting and they all breathed a sigh of relief that finally Juliet had found some kind of common ground with Marcus. But as the weeks went on and, and Juliet tried to work with Marcus who a little bit difficult, but things were going okay. The contemporary and modern mixed design, the deadline was right upon them. Weeks had went by and the deadline was around the corner and their backs were against the wall because they didn't have enough money. And that's when Marcus said, you know what, Juliet, I appreciated you kind of standing up for me in the meeting. I know I'm not the easiest person to get along with. And I want to say something right now. Our backs are against the wall simply because we don't have the funds to finish this project. But my team actually worked on a project a few weeks ago and we got a bonus. And so in our account, we have a little extra money and I'm willing to share that with your team for this project. And Juliet realized when you're kind to people, they'll be kind to you. And they were able to finish the project and moving forward, people started to realize that Marcus really wasn't all that bad. All right. You heard all the words and expressions, dissent, remonstrate, last resort, and back against the wall. Now, this is a great thing for you to do, a great practice to take the words and expressions and use them to create a story. I hope you enjoy the story. Now, I do want to remember, remind you before we end today to get and to join the weekly English words membership. If you want to improve your vocabulary and start sounding like a native English speaker, join today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.